So welcome to the Mental Block with Shelby. As most of you know that I have my master's in mental health psychology and what I did realize while gaining my bachelor's degree and even my master's is that um, in the mental health field, psychology field, that we barely learn about the African-American pioneers or even African-American people within this field unless we're talking about the cultural, cultural perspective. Um, so I took it upon myself to do a quick Google search just to see what pops up and who pops up. So um, for today, this is the person that I want to discuss with you guys. INS Beverly. Um, INS Beverly was the first African-American woman to receive a PhD in psychology um, from the University of Cincinnati in 1933. Um, INS Beverly, while attending um, the University of Cincinnati for her PhD, did her dissertation, um, which examined the self-esteem and personalities of um, African-American children that attended segregated schools and that attended integrated schools. Um, what's important to note is that her research found that black children from integrated schools experienced more social maladjustment, um, felt less secure in their social relations, and had less satisfactory relationships with their families. They were also more likely to feel inferior at school, had less relationships with their teachers, and were more eager to leave school early. Um, her decision, I mean, while well, her conclusions were controversial and the decades leading to the Brown versus Board of Education Supreme Court decision in 1954. Although supported by some prominent African-Americans such as Carter Woodson and W.E.B. Du Bois, who reluctantly endorsed segregated schools until such a time that prejudicial attitudes of white teachers were sufficiently changed to offer a positive experience for black children. Um, so all of this was taken from the APA um, website. So that's the American Psychological uh, Association website. Um, to note also by Inez is that she was born in 1897 um, in Texas, where she was born to a family of 11 children. Um, also, she uh, received her two-year certificate um, in 1913, where she also taught as a elementary school teacher and also high school. And she also was able to finish her bachelor's degree um, in 1926 at Samuel Samuel Houston College um, and because of segregation she ended up having to leave Texas to get her bachelor's degree from the University of Colorado and as I stated earlier she ended up getting her um, PhD from the University of Cincinnati um, when I think about Inez and her her dissertation it makes me think of um, my own experiences as an African-American and um, having been placed into um, predominantly white, um, I'm trying to think of a word to say this, white settings or all white settings, whether it's work, school, or anything of that nature. Um, what she listed here, especially when she's talking about the feelings of inferior, um, and being less satisfied with the relationships, um, as she said, with teachers, but I think just more so even with bosses that are like white. Um, 
And when she talks about they're more eager to leave school early, I mean, for me, I think of work. <laughs> and, like, um, just in general, anybody wants to leave work early, right? Um, but I really think of um, even back when I got, when I was going to school for my bachelor's, um, it was my first time away from home. And the school I went to was a private school, but also was predominantly white. And um, I can think of the first time I went back home and everybody told me I sounded white. Um, and even after I got my bachelor's degree, um, within my family, there was kind of like where I didn't feel like I, at some point I didn't feel a part of, I felt like I was different from them because of the way that I was getting treated. So, um, for me, it was like always like, oh, well, um, you think you're so much better than us. And it, that was never what I thought, but that's how I was perceived because one, I had a bachelor's degree and two, um, because, of having to do the code switching and listen black people y'all know what i'm talking about when you're around white people you have to change your dialect you have to use a certain kind of words and more so you're not able to speak slang you have to speak a little bit more proper and you know you guys know exactly what i'm talking about whereas um when i'm around people of the same culture i'm able to kind of really be able to not have to be so professional within speaking and and things like that but with my family um because I was away and I was more so around predominantly white people um the code switching it, I got a little you know it, it wasn't happening as frequent so um when being home also certain um verbiage or language I use my family was not used to so that is another reason why I got the you're talking white um thing so I do think that um, that her dissertation gives us a lot to think about even today, because um, at least in Connecticut, I know that the reason for magnet schools being created was the fact that there was still um, educational segregation. And that is the reason why they created magnet schools. Now, from my perspective, magnet schools in Connecticut are still segregated in the idea that they do our children an injustice because you can live less than a mile away from a magnet school, but you have to get accepted to that magnet school to get into the magnet school. Um, whereas if you don't get accepted into that school, sometimes you have to travel further away to go to a public school um, to get your education. And also for magnet schools, what I can say that I've noticed from even attending a magnet school is that they still don't do a um, their due diligence within integration and um, within working in the field that I work in. Um, it's because you as you guys know, like I work in the mental health field, but also I usually work predominantly in schools and um, from from just her research. I can tell you that this still happens as to where um, some children don't feel comfortable with the relationships that, um, that they create with their teachers because they feel as though that they are looked as as other than or that the teachers cannot relate because they don't come from the same culture. Um, so I've seen that. And actually, I have spoken to some teachers who feel so like, yeah, that sometimes they can't connect to students because they don't understand the cultural differences and that does happen I don't care how much cultural or multicultural um trainings that you have sometimes there's just a disconnect and it it happens um 
more so with um even when we think about the the um the school to pot to to wow i'm gonna mess this up but the um the pipeline from schools to prisons and how african-american um or even african-american black caribbean afro afro-caribbean whatever latino africa whatever you want to consider yourself is if you look black how you may be perceived um in a all-white setting especially schools or um places of work to people who um one in my opinion are less cultured in the idea that they don't try to immerse themselves in learning and asking those questions um how you're perceived you are treated completely different you are um approached differently and even in school settings you are um held accountable or punished or given a consequence um based off the notion of that um so yeah i think that i wish i would have learned about her in school um i you know because i think this is something that's very important um to to bring forth to the light of everything um so you guys i think that um ines's research gives at least myself a lot to think about like um when it comes to my my child and um him attending a school that is integrated which in my mind when i think of integrated for some reason i think of predominantly white school and um a school that is segregated the predominantly black school not saying that we won't see like white people here and there but it makes me think of that and also makes me think of the race of his teachers and how he will be perceived um through their eyes and through their lived experiences um so yes you guys ins beverly the first african-american woman to receive her phd in psychology um also to note about ines is um after she received her PhD, she did pass away shortly um, from a car accident in 1934. So I only think that um, I could only think to believe that um, had she survived her accident, what other great research she would have produced and what that could have meant for the Brown versus the Board of Education decision. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in and also happy Black History Month.